All right, we are here. Another edition podcast, Beanless and Tennis, with a really, really cool guest tonight. Um, before we introduce the guest, we have a, an important announcement that we'll talk about near the end of this podcast where um, all of our listeners and everyone that they can share the announcement with have an opportunity to help this guest and his doubles partner. So please, please listen to this um, to its conclusion, and you all will have an opportunity to uh, be a pretty cool part in, in helping this guest and his doubles partner. So without further ado, we have with us an All-American, I guess now a former All-American because he recently turned pro, the winningest singles player of all time at his school, also part of the most successful doubles team of all time at his school, although his partner actually has a few more wins than him, and I know will hold it over his head for a long, long time. He's coming off just winning the Spring Rock Open in Western Springs, which now gets him a wild card directly into the qualifying draw at the upcoming $75,000 Winneka Challenger. The qualifying starts Saturday, July 8th, and we are here with recent Valparaiso University grad, Jeffrey Shores. Jeffrey, thank you so, so much for taking some time tonight. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, so uh, for all you don't know, it, it, we're, this is Tuesday night, and it's game five of the Cavs, and I, I, texted, I texted Jeffrey, him being from Ohio, and I said, hey, let's do this another night. You, you got your Cavs on tonight. Jeffrey said, not a Cavs fan, so let's do it anyway. So, Jeffrey, uh, what's up with that, man? <laughs> never have been, never will be. <laughs> uh, a lot of my friends back home are uh, avid Cavs fans, you know. Uh, Cavs really die. And, uh, I've always been a Boston I got you. So, um, yeah, that's good stuff. I thought for sure you were going to be dialed in, but but when you sent me that uh, that text, I was surprised. So let's um let's dive into to your tennis career. And obviously, you had so many uh, accomplishments at, at Valpo. But um, two that I wanted to kind of hit on that happened this past season, and it was past November. You guys beat you and you and your partner. Sorry, I should introduce Charlie. Charlie Emhart is uh, Jeffrey's doubles partner. Um, you and Charlie beat the number two team in the country this past winter in the ITA National Indoors, lost in the finals of that event, and then more recently got to the quarterfinals of the NCAAs, played the top team in the country, and lost in a super breaker. Oh, so close, man. Um, clearly the best results of any doubles team at your school. Uh, you guys have had, a, you and Charlie have had a plethora of accomplishments, those two just being highlights. You kind of Walk us through um, what those experiences were like. Oh, man, it's uh, I want to say it's a dream come true. Obviously, our highest standard was that to win the tournaments, but uh, we had plenty of confidence going in the boat. So for the, uh, for the first tournament in the winter, you know, it was kind of a wild card. We got in uh, pretty lucky, and we were able to go with no pressure. Play, we do really well in no-pressure situations. Um, and once we kind of started gaining traction, we kind of started realizing that, you know, we're a top 10 team. You know, the way we play, if we're playing well every single day, we're a top 10 team. So going in and playing the number two team, uh, you know, with no pressure and knowing that we can play this well, you know, like, is a very dangerous combination for us. And we kind of use that as much as possible going into these huge tournaments because, you know, coming from a small school, 
and being able to be there and just, you know, support the small school, you know, you know, going out against Cal and Ohio State and all these Wake Forest, all these teams, it's, it's literally a no-pressure situation. I mean, if we're going, you know, into a third-set tiebreaker against these teams or losing, you know, we're really close matches and we're looking, we're looking at them the other dog. Yeah, no matter what. Always, always, uh, always good to be the uh, hunter instead of the hunted, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so, kind of uh, not have that bullseye. I mean, eventually we got that bullseye going into the spring. You know, since we play other smaller schools and we're that top dog now. But to be playing against those top tier teams and you know, in the NCAA tournament, and the ICA indoors, you know, it's 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 a good combination for us and. It, it really gives us pride going to a small school, and I'll say that I've been saying that for the last four years. It's it's very uh, it's very prideful to be able to represent a school like Balbo. Yeah, that that's awesome. And and again, man, you guys were going up against the Giants in the tennis world, and you were you were taking them down round by round, and you were right right there at the end. It was so uh, so cool to follow along. Let's um. Obviously, you had a good junior junior career, and you had a decision to make. I mean, you were recruited by by, by several schools. What was it about Valpo that uh, you know made you made you sign with them? And then, obviously, uh, your class was sensational. And there's been classes that have followed you that have kind of picked up where you guys left off. There, there are so many factors involved. Um, it really felt like the place to be. I was recruited at the time heavily by Michigan State. Western Michigan, Ball State, and Valpo. And it just, going to all those schools and then going to Valpo, it was almost not even a decision for me. I knew a lot of the guys on the team, uh, especially on the visits, and I knew some of them in the USDA. And they were just a brotherhood. Uh, you know, they're all American, too. You don't see that very often. You didn't see that very often at the time. Um, so that was very, uh, that was very attractive to me, is the team aspect. You know, I, I like the brotherhood. I hadn't really been a part of something like that uh, before. And it kind of made tennis fun for me again. You know, I could see myself having fun with it and it not being a job. But that's something I really struggle with in juniors, which and a lot of juniors struggle with. It's, it's a job. Especially when you're, when you're a, a high national player, when you're, when you're a prodigy or someone just trained to become professional or go up the upper level uh, after college, it becomes such a job. And seeing Valpo as this potentially fun place to finally enjoy my sport, it was very attractive to me. And that, you know, that's what kind of progressed my game so much. And uh, I love the school. The school's great. Academics are amazing. The team's amazing. Wouldn't change a thing about my experience there. And uh, I've never regretted the decision. So I just think uh, it's a great opportunity for anyone that wants to advance their game as well as, you know, have a great academic experience as well. Yeah, um, you know, I know the, you know, I know both the coaches there, and I know some some of the kids on the team too, as well as some of the recruits that are going to be playing there. And uh, it really does seem like a family atmosphere. And um, I had done, I had done a, a podcast previously. You you had listened to it um, with Coach Woodson, and he kind of outlined um, how he started recruiting your class and followed. And some of the stories were really really cool. And and the. The, the feats that your class has accomplished is really, really remarkable. It's, um, it's a special, plus, special place, and 
hopefully they can keep it up because they got some good young talent there, and I know you'll be uh, you'll be following them and, and supporting them as much as you can uh, forever, right? Of course, of course. I, the, the last thing I want is there to be any type of dip after we leave. We, we wanted to set up a dynasty. Um, the, the big schools kind of run the NCAA for tennis, and you know, there's some small schools that really got a strong alumni support, just like Valpo, but they just don't have, like Valpo just doesn't have the strong competitive history, and we want to start creating that. And they have the strong backing of the fans and the alumni, and we just want to create more of a heavy dynasty in tennis, and I think Valpo has a great opportunity here in the next few years. Without a doubt, that, that's, uh, that's great, great stuff, man. Um, you know, with your recent graduation, you're, you're about to embark on uh, turning into a professional tennis player. You've already started that journey. And I wanted to kind of let all of our listeners know that both you and Charlie have set up a GoFundMe account. And I'm going to share it on my page where I post this link to the podcast. Um, and I strongly urge everyone who listens to this to share it on their page and to get the word out as much as possible. As much or as little as you can give, um, it makes a huge difference. Um, most of our listeners probably know, but I'll say it anyway, tennis is a very, very, very expensive sport. Um, the financials come, the prize money and everything is very top heavy. And when you're starting out, there's, no, there, there's very little if no money at all. And these guys, both Jeffrey and Charlie, they're going to make it. They're absolutely going to make it. Uh, people around them have no doubt. They will make it. Um, what they need right now is just a little push financially to get them going. And any support, whether it's you guys, the listeners, whether it's um, sharing it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case is, the more we get the word out about this account, the better off it's going to be for Jeffrey and Charlie. So um, please, please consider donating. You know donating to it. it it is so much appreciated by them they're they're such awesome tennis players but they're even better kids um so please please consider donating to that um before we end jeffrey just kind of talk about where you're at um tournaments you just played we we know you just won a title but tournaments you're you're going to be playing the rest of the summer i i I strongly know you're going to have a uh, valpo cheerleading section in winneka illinois i promise you that Uh, 
Yeah, it starts on Saturday, July 8th. For everyone who's locally around here, it's a great, great tournament. There's unbelievably talented players there, uh, names you've heard in the past. I mean, going back from Todd Martin to more recent Jack Sock, I mean, those just are the, some of the top of the names. Almost everyone has played this tournament on their way up. Yeah, I'm just excited to be a part of it, to be honest. Um, I think the enthusiasm is something that's extremely important to going into uh, this next year of professional tennis. You want to keep the sport fun, even though it's going to be a lot of work. Uh, but it, it kind of separates those who aren't enthusiastic and those who are. And I think what separates those who go big and do not. So kind of keeping enthusiastic and not having to worry about money and having to worry about constantly winning is something you have to keep in mind because you have to be ready to lose a lot. Uh, another word of advice that I was told. And, uh, but, so after the challenger, let me get back on track of the schedule, we will be doing futures in mid-July, I believe. And that will start in Champagne for the first two. We'll both be in Champagne for two straight weeks. And these futures are back to back to back to back to back. So we'll probably have six or seven straight starting in mid-July. And that's going for a month and a half, two months of just straight tournaments and traveling. And that's what that's what I'm going to be calling the grind. Uh, that's going to be probably one of the most exhausting things in our career. I was able to get a taste of that last summer when I did two tournaments back-to-back. And there, there, there were some guys I was rooming with who had been doing this for five straight weeks, and they were just dead tired. <laughs> dead tired. So training this next couple of weeks is extremely, extremely important heading into this July and August. And then after that, it's, it's a lot more open. Um, maybe go overseas, go to Canada. Uh, we have a great horizon of things after the future is coming up in August that we'll be looking into uh, possibly going overseas and such. So that, that's, that's mainly what's on our agenda. Nothing, nothing really outside of that. So our sites are really focused on you know, just getting that ranking. If you can get the ranking as soon as possible, uh, you're you're really cutting in um, on how, how how successful you're going to be. Yeah, that's such great insight. If any juniors uh, listen to this, you just got a good insight on what it's like to uh, to being the start of a professional tennis player. And we're not talking about the Andre Agassi's and Pete Sampras's. We're talking about the you know the hundreds and hundreds of of people who try to do this. Jeffrey just gave you. Uh, a glimpse of what that's like. Um, and thanks again for so much sharing, sharing your schedule and sharing your insight. Um, I know we hit hit on a couple things high levels. We can talk about your and Charlie's accomplishments at Valpo um, all day. I don't want to take a lot of your time. The most important thing that I want to leave everyone with, again, I've said it before, they have a GoFundMe account. I will send you know I will send that link along with the link to this podcast, please, please share that with your friends and family. Um, like I said, they're going to make it. We just need a little push to, to get these guys going. So um, I'm going to leave it at that, Jeffrey. Thank you so, so much, man. This was this was great, and thanks for uh, taking time out of your evening and spending some time with us. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. This is, this is great. This is great. Uh, thank you so much for the publicity and just having me on to share my insight and being able to, uh, you know, connect to the podcast. Thanks, Jeffrey. Best of luck, bud. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. There we have it. Uh, Jeffrey Shorts, what a great kid. It's, it's just a great program. 
Um, they're all they're all really good tennis players, but they're better they're better kids. So um, thank you for listening. Please consider again. It's going to be that GoFundMe account. I'm going to put it on uh, my page, and Jeffrey will share it. Obviously, you can see the GoFundMe account on Jeffrey's Facebook page, and we'll go from there. Thanks, everybody.